Act 4, The Start. <laughs> Meanwhile... Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally, with a global perspective, and enjoying the best that life has to offer. (laughs) Covering bicycling, trains, and transit, adventures, and life hacks, and today... Tim Mooney returns again for the seventh and or eighth, possibly ninth time. But we are very happy to have him. Joining that sweet 15-timers club. Yeah, I'm just just lapping everybody. I'm just lapping them all. And and, uh, Brock, it's good to see you. Hey, thank you. I thought you were not going to be here or something? Well, you know, uh, you're one week early for that presumption. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, but next week I will not be here. Brock will not be here, and neither will I. That's right. Just for the record. And Guthrie Straw, you're over there. I am over here. How's it going? It's going swell. It's good to see you. Thank you. Hey, you uh, as well. You see this enormous four-foot torch that I have? Yeah, in my hand. I'm actually surprised we managed to fit it inside the airstream. So hang on just a moment as I. Uh... It's hot. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Grab it. No. Take wait, note. A second. Don't let it burn the oh. ceiling. Okay. This is very okay. dangerous. Oh, all right. No, I got. All right. Here we go. He has the literal four foot torch with the flame on top that I've commissioned you not to let go out. I will not. Okay. Burn bands clearly <laughs> have been lifted. I mean, we're inside the trailer. We're okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're super safe. <laughs> it's It's got a dual chamber on the bottom. I'll just switch the canister every 24 hours. We should be good to go. Perfect. There we, wait, what kind of fuel does it use? I have. I, I don't know. I have to peek oh. underneath this ginormous four-foot torch to, to find out what is supplying this. See, this is part of you keeping it going. This is definitely not fake torch that is definitely here and burning brightly. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I was distracted by the largest four-foot torch I've ever seen. I mean, it, it's the smallest this, four-foot torch this, I've ever way, seen. This, by the way, is the best improv that's ever come out of the Sprocket podcast. Yes, well, and we know it's not improv because I'm giving him a literal torch. Oh, we're, right. we're passing the torch to Guthrie because Guthrie is going to be the new host, uh, well, co-host of the Sprocket podcast for the next year or so. Back to Indeed. Yeah. It's an, it's an indefinite amount of time. It, this is true. He's <laughs> like, wait, what, what did I say? No backing for? out now, man. Yes, I, I, I am uh, honored to be able to be the host slash co-host, excuse me, of this Brocket podcast. Sorry, Aaron, we have to have a talk. We, I, I'm okay I'm, with that. I'm honored to be the co-host with Aaron uh, for this Brocket podcast for the foreseeable future and at least the next good year or so here. Yeah. Excellent. All right, it, watch that. It's tipping. It's tipping. Oh, Careful. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got it. Right, oh, okay. I thought you were. T- oh, oh, the torch. Yes, yes. the literal <laughs> four foot torch. The, the torch that is definitely here. That's when, right. uh, yes. when you get back to these, I'll sign you up for some uh, UCB classes, and uh, oh, we'll be yeah. good to go. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> hey, man, I have I have a, a, a acting background of sorts. I was a child actor. Ah, a child actor? I what? was a child actor. Did we not talk about this? On I have the show? not hey, heard about this ever. On one through this. nine of all those episodes, I have not heard of the child actor. On <laughs> <laughs> episode seven, eight, or nine. <clears throat> of course, now I'm choking up my own beer. Um, Which you got from where? Uh, oh, uh, see, that's kids. This is professionalism here that's going out the door in the next episode. You, you got a lot to, to do here. Uh, why, Brock? Uh, I believe that this was purchased somewhere around the vicinity of Southeast, I believe, Div- uh, 12th Division, somewhere yeah, in that area. you're very close. 
Southeast Division and 12th, maybe? Yep, that's maybe it. Yeah, And actually, it wasn't purchased. It was donated oh, by right. the beer mongers because they love our show so much. We really appreciate their support. But you could purchase that one again if you I wanted could. it. I could. This is the uh, – uh, I, I, shall, we, shall we say what the uh, – Oh, go are? ahead. Okay, yeah. this is uh, from Freem, uh, which Freem? is spelled P-F-R-I-E-M, which is just a fun little thing. It's the Pint Defiance IPA out of Hood River, Oregon. That's kind of like Price Fister, right? The yes. fabulous faucet with a oh, funny name. Yes, with the silent P. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. It's a very good beer. Um, I'm, I've been uh, I've been drinking it. Uh, uh, this is my second one today. Excellent. Yeah, yes. this is the. So, you, have you had Pint Defiance before? No, I had no. a different one earlier today, okay. and it was another one of their IPAs. I believe it was a fresh hop. How does Pint Defiance stack up against the other ones you had? I'm going to say it's the second best one I've had today. Okay, well, there we go. But it's still excellent. <laughs> I'm a truth teller. That's all I'm saying. That, that's the thing. Well, and you can you can continue. You can roll uh, down to the beer mongers anytime. They are open 365 days a year. They're a great place. You know what I wish they had? Yes. Big stick. Uh, well, big stick suspended from the ceiling. Tim Mooney, you're in luck because, as a matter of fact, they do. Unbelievable. <laughs> What else do they have? Do they have, like, a lot of beers? Only your wildest hopes and dreams oh, expressed amazing. in a variety of bottles. Do they play sports with sound? With Actually, sound. yes. This place yes. is a Shangri-La. Hey, I've got an idea. We should probably show up there, say, on Friday, December 1st. Now, that's preposterous. How, that, how could that ever possibly be the case? Are you going to be here? You know, it just so happens I'm going to be in town celebrating pedal shift number 100, and you all are going to be a part of the show, so why don't we just do a big meetup and invite everybody to come? That's incredible. Wow, can we bring the literal four-foot torch yes okay but Guth- only if guthrie says so because it's his i name. <laughs> i give you my solemn vow that the torch will be present you're gonna forget the torch i probably will forget <laughs> the torch get the torch that's fine it's fine i'll bring you know, some isobutane uh we can just light the big stick although that will probably be frowned upon Ooh, we'll have to talk to them about yes. that that's going to be frowned upon i'm thinking uh but yes uh we invite everybody listening uh if you are uh, uh, friends of the show, if you are uh, not friends of the show, if you are in Portland. If you happen to be there at the time that we are there. Yeah, if you're Portland adjacent or Portland curious, I think that was the term you used. That's uh, right, yeah. Uh, we would love to have you there to help celebrate. And, and this is going to be like a holiday party, so mm-hmm. we're, we're yeah. something. If, yeah. you're, if you're from Damascus, please come up. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but not by see, transit, apparently. See what's available yeah. to you. Yeah. What could be available to you. Ride Mar- the orange line. Marge, uh, what buses should we take? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We don't have any. Uh, you don't have any. <laughs> are we calling back to the, the stuff from the pre-show? Yes. <laughs> now we are going to have to release it. <laughs> yeah. That's on ep- the X episode or the B or whatever you're going to call it. That's right. Well, if we can't bring... The literal four-foot torch. Could we light... It'll be around the holidays. Could we light a metaphoric Yule log? Yes. A metaphoric Yule log that is four feet wide and will burn until uh, until all the good times that the beer mongers have been had. Yes. Okay. And if you're a, a festivist person, you can oh, bring yeah. your festivist pole. Can that be a literal pole or does it have to be a metaphoric? I believe it's a real pole. Okay. If, if I remember no, my Seinfeld. Uh, no getting correctly. around that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, All right. It, so, but we'll, whatever holiday you wish or whatever non holiday you wish. Metaphoric you will log, literal festivist pole. Anything. Okay. We're, we're celebrating all sorts of things. So, yeah. And there will be feats of strength at the beer mongers, the and, Southeast Division and 12th. And grievances. Right. No. Yes. And the area of grievances. grievances. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, wait, you, you were a child actor. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how we started this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in plot B. Uh, yeah, I, uh, when I lived in Japan, uh, back in the mid eighties, dating myself here, I was, um, I worked at Tokyo Disneyland and I was in the electric parade, the E parade, as they called it. I played, uh, you may recall the, uh, the, the Peter Pan. Uh, the, the, the movie, the film, the Peter Pan. Oh, yes, yeah. I was the Peter Pan. Ooh, nice. Uh, you may recall. For real? Yeah, yes, sir. Are there photos? Oh, yes. 
There's video, dude. Somebody, I'm so inclined. Okay. I would love to see this. Um, I'll have to dig it out on my my Facebook page, but uh, maybe maybe we'll make that happen. But the um, there, so a buddy of mine who worked with me back in the day, he actually is on one of the Bay Area news stations. He's sort of the uh, uh, the guy that does. Um, the the funny stories he, he's, he's so that Bob Riddell he finds this video and he puts it up and and I'm sitting there going is that you or is that me because it was pretty crazy we found it on YouTube some random person put it up there and it was it ended up being me uh, uh, doing doing Peter Pan the <laughs> other one I actually did that I did two roles that was the one I did the least amount uh, you know the film Pete's Dragon. Yes. yes. Familiar with this one. Were you Pete or the dragon? I was Pete on top of an enormous. Uh, uh, oh my gosh! Dragon. Yeah. With it, it was lit by Christmas lights because this was the mid eighties and we didn't right. do LEDs apparently. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, I did. I did that. And but uh, only in only in green. Yeah. And, and and the funny part was is that you know I would take the same train home from from the shows as as everybody else who was in the park and they would sit there and they'd look at me and they'd be like. This kid looks familiar. Aren't you that child <laughs> except, actor? Except they were saying that in Japanese. Right. Largely. So, right. yeah. And I'd be like, no, not me. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about because so, I was because I was all profesh. Did, and so did your parents sign you up for this or you just got, you know, recruited off the street to, um, be, a, yeah. to be a so, child actor? Hold on. Hold on. So you were a child actor. Yes. In Tokyo. Yes. In Tokyo Disney. Yes. As a child. Yes. And you took the train home. At like as midnight. A child. Yeah, as yeah. a child. Tokyo is incredibly so like, safe. As a child actor, well, at least it was. I don't you, know if it still is. Sure, I'm sure it is. Were you like an orphan or something? No. Like, no. Just like it was just. Found yourself in Tokyo? It was just really weird. Okay, so my I'm dad. I'm going on an adventure. <laughs> uh, Mom, dad, uh, I'm going to be gone for like 18 months. So, yeah. No, he it didn't Peter, work that way. The train was his dragon. Um, so my dad worked for Xerox for his entire career and for a couple of years that he was out in Tokyo, got transferred, brought the whole family. My brother and I worked at, uh, or excuse me, we uh, worked, I worked, uh, we went to the American school in Japan, ASIJ <laughs> and they recruited there that they said, Hey, open auditions. If you want to come and work at Disneyland. And I was like, uh, I could do that. <laughs> and so I auditioned and I did the, I like I, how younger Tim Mooney has a deeper voice than current <laughs> <Tim> <laughs> <Mooney>. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I, I was I was enthusiastic. I that was, I remember that yeah. was the thing. I was like, just give him enthusiasm, do it. And um, yeah, I got the job, and I did two seasons there. And nice. then we moved back to New York, and life got a lot worse. You know, I mean, because like when you're a kid, you know, you're Tokyo a teenager. Tokyo to New York. Yeah, well, yeah, Disney uh, upstate to, New York. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, oh sure, no no problem, Tim. You can go out and stay out till one in the morning no problem yeah no problem then i get back and it's like yeah you'll be back at eight now <laughs> because fairport new york is so much uh more harsh than tokyo japan okay there we go it seems only prudent and right um this is super topical because this show always talks about child actors and uh tokyo of the mid 80s oh, yeah. so i'm glad we're really on it's time for the show oh yeah absolutely <laughs> well, and nothing really connects more with a bicycle tour than uh being a child actor Yes. And having lived in Tokyo. Yeah, I talk about it all the time on tour. In fact, my podcast largely speaks about you know, sort of like, and then let's talk about May 1985 for a second. No. Occasionally, you do talk about bicycle touring on your on your podcast, Pedal Shift. Almost exclusively. The Pedal Shift Project The Pedal still? Shift Project. Yeah. Okay. You know, a you were years ago, I toyed with the, the concept of kind of changing the name of the show. You oh, toyed yeah. with our hearts, Tim Mooney. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. Every It was really weird because I was expecting people to be like eh, apathetic or whatever. And then I got this flood. The, 
lot of yes. emails. They're like, yes. no, Don't sir. change it. It is the Don't pedal shift project, and I yeah. will be upset if you change it. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to change it now. Yeah. But I don't know. There's something that's it, it doesn't feel like a project anymore. I don't yeah. know. Mm. I don't know. You were also going to change the theme color from orange to blue or something, right? Never. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Never, never. I was uh, in San Francisco last weekend, and I was uh, uh, at a buddy of mine's place, and he has two daughters. And um, they were very excited to, like, you know, be doing things for everyone, and they were drawing things. And they're like, what color do you want? I'm like, orange. They're like, (laughs) you sure? I'm like, I I, I say, always orange. (laughs) Just never change it. They were so disappointed by that color choice. I'm going to give you so many blue things in the future. (laughs) People have tried. People have tried. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there there is orange on that frame. The only thing that's not black or gold on that bottle is orange. Yes, the Pint Defiance IPA uh, label. Yes, and and the the flames coming off of that uh, incredible four-foot. Yeah, that uh, literal four-foot torch. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's what we call call callback, kids. uh, (laughs) We're just lucky we didn't do this a month ago because it would have been too hot. Seriously, yeah, it would have been important. Right about that point. It would have been incredible. With most of the state on fire at that point. Right. Are, Are the fires mostly out? I mean, it's been pretty wet. It, yeah. If there's yeah. a little smaller They're left contained. in the roots, then yeah. good. Yeah, good. Yeah. But good. containment is huge. Yeah, I said it on my show. I, although the show that you were on, I was. It was just it, you feel helpless as somebody who cares about the West watching it burn from the East. And, you know, yeah. you know that there are professionals out there doing this and they're risking their lives and all this other stuff, you know, from fires started by a bunch of yahoos throwing smoke bombs. And you're just sort of like, oh, dude, come on. Yeah, for sure. Well, the Eagle Creek fire has been largely contained, as far as we know, uh, with, with, with all this rain and everything. And I don't yeah. know about the Checo Bar. That was the other big one in the no, state. Is still I going? mean, the last report I saw, they were still working on it, but it is improving. The yeah. estimate's still for sometime mid to late October, from what okay. I saw. It's been a lot damper than it has been oh, in, yes, the, quite. in the past month or two. So it's been it's been very helpful in putting out forest fires, that's for sure. Yay, rain. Hey, before we ask Tim about what he's up to, uh, what are you guys up to these days? What's new? <laughs> Oh, um, have you been a child actor recently? <laughs> I, I have. In fact, just yesterday, I was a child actor. <laughs> You've been an actor tonight, perhaps, <laughs> next to that big torch. Rubbish. Perhaps. Um, no, I've uh, been taking a couple trips trying to get the best out of the the rest of the theoretical summertime. That's um, right. You're squeezing the last juice out of that orange. Exactly. Um, but September's been quite nice. It's finally gotten down in temperatures a little bit. Um, had a couple of perfect autumn days and took a chance to visit my dad out in eastern Oregon. So oh, yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, and that was actually back earlier in September. And so uh, we got to see the gorge before the rain came, which was uh, disheartening, but also fascinating at the same time, I suppose. A little crispy. Um, just a little crispy. Yeah. yeah we um, Jane's sister, such a sweetheart, she got us the correct filtration masks because we don't have air conditioning in our car and so our version of ac is just rolling the windows down which, which typically works unless there's a forest fire that you drive through for four <laughs> hours um Wait, so, so were you driving with your like yeah no we we on? masked masked it up uh nice. you know waited in traffic on state route 14 for um actually not as bad as not as long as i had anticipated yeah um, and you had to drive on the washington side because 84 yes, was closed that was, right yeah. yep on the oregon side yeah and in fact the day after we got back they opened eastbound and uh Good for that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we stuck State Route 14 for both times. The extra five hours or something. I was going to say, it's yeah. a little slower on the other side, isn't it? Just a little. Actually, yep. I was I was actually, I was, I was impressed. Um, they weren't allowing trucks on the route, and so it was all, for the most part, 
um, non-commercial transit. And with that, there was unfortunately one fender bender that we saw with some paramedics uh, due to folks looking at the fire and not the road. Ah. Uh, but other than that, the route was pretty clear and, and people were, it was very, it was sort of bumper to bumper, but it was bumper to bumper at about 45 miles an hour. Mm. So not, not as bad as I would have thought, actually. That, that's not, yeah, it's not as bad as it has been. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Did um, you take pictures of you driving with the masks on? Because I, I do, in fact, have photos <laughs> of you. Yeah, yes. yes, Jane was, Jane you was my, the co-pilot. You don't mind sharing that. You, know, you sure. can put it in the show notes. You yeah, know, do yeah. whatever you want. But like, I'm really interested in seeing sure. this. I don't know why. I would be happy to do so. Yeah, yeah for sure. Awesome. Where, where did you... You did a, at least one bike camping trip, right? Yeah. Where'd so you go? The, actually, the, the same weekend that the Eagle Creek fire really took off um, was my the weekend of my birthday. And I'd been wanting to do a trip out to the coast. And when we got off work on Monday... Um, that was just before most of the ash had started falling in Portland. And so um, it got dark and then it got to be about, uh, what was it, 10 p.m. or so. And we decided that it was still hot in Portland and might as well head out Monday night. So we got and took the Max out to Hillsborough. And then in the bike ride, just that six miles from Hillsborough to Forest Grove, figured out quite quickly that that wasn't actually something we wanted to be breathing for the next six hours. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of posted up in Forest Grove for the evening okay. and then um, we're able to secure some breathing apparatus and continue on from there. So yeah. yeah, that would be the most recent trip. There we go. Yeah. And you ended up on the coast. So you were kind yep. of beyond the fall of the ash at that point. Yeah. That's I good. think the second day the wind started to shift a bit. So it was blowing back into Portland as we hit that second day there. Okay. Yeah. But good to get out of town if you can, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I've always, um, I mean, like when I don't have a ton of time, I think that Highway 8 is kind of the um, under, or Highway 6? No, wait. I think it's maybe it's Highway 6. The highway directly out of, out of Forest Grove. Yeah. 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 Six. Mm-hmm. Yep. So 6, I, I've always felt is um, kind of that underrated, like faster way to get to the coast. Yeah. Um, and the ones to the north of it are fine and dandy, but I've I've always had a particular liking of 6 to get out. Yeah, well, six never feels like you're going to die. That factors into it. Uh, yeah. Always sure. a bonus. <laughs> there's a couple of tricky spots. Like if I if I was recommending it to a friend, I'd definitely let them know there's probably about eight or nine corners that right. you want to exercise a little bit of caution on. Uh, but mostly just to make sure you've got a clear track as you're going up. But other than that, I'd say it beats 30 pretty handily. Yeah. Um, and most other routes to the coast I've taken. Because Highway... Th- oh, I'm sorry, Tim. That's okay. Uh, highway 30 is the... Um, that's like the ACA, the American Cycling Association yeah. route. And it, like, it works. There's, there's, there's shoulder on the ACA. It's just I think people drive it a lot faster. Um, and the shoulder somehow doesn't feel as comforting as it seems one like should. a lot more like blind turns. On yeah, blind too. turns. It, I mean, up into Longview there, you get a lot of um, commercial vehicle traffic, folks coming over to Longview for lumber runs and such. And um, so a lot of times the biggest trouble I've had on 30 is just uh, bark being in the pathway because it all gets sort of driven off to the side. But if you're looking at an inch or inch and a half piece of bark that you've got to ride over every, you know, five minutes, uh, it can be, you know, six is my favorite route to the coast. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put it that way. Makes sense. Well, I'm glad you got out. Yeah, me too. And happy birthday. Thank you. Aaron, what's up with you? Um, I didn't do any bike camping, but I went on a bike ride cleaning up trash that's right yes i went out with uh baby pdx which is a all girls all all women's bike group did you speak of this group last week quite possibly it was on the calendar it was on the calendar and this sounds like a fascinating group that i would love to get to know better it was really cool and i i felt pretty pretty privileged to be on this ride um because you were the only boy 
I was the only male on on the ride. There was a there was another guy who drove his car as the like trash car, <laughs> which was funny because I I roll up with my Bob trailer empty and I'm like, I know what I'll do. I'll, I'll carry like, all the trash. I'll carry all the trash because I'm a dude. <laughs> and then you got and out like, of class. Yep, that's what yes, you're saying. Yes. <laughs> Buy a motorized vehicle. Darn. Yes. From uh, Damascus. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> March. Go I got the trash car. Yeah, I got the car here. Um, but it was cool. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, they're going to be on the show in a couple of weeks. That's right. Oh, super cool. I, like, well, I look I've forward to listening to that. Excellent. But yeah, lots of fun. Lots of people saying like, thank you for cleaning up these parks and these streets. That's very so cool. It's, it's kind of neat. Um, they asked like, so are you with anybody? A lot of people ask us that and we're like, no, we're just doing it. And it occurs we're with to you. Me, yeah. It occurs to me like anyone can pick up trash right you know mm-hmm. well, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like when uh who like thought like, you're you bike don't... touring right and somebody says like what are you riding for and you're, you're like right. well for fun and Cause, adventure cause and I yeah like to, ride. Mm-hmm. to escape for the world <laughs> <laughs> why are you picking up trash to escape yeah 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 mm-hmm. you could do that that's a good th- there are worse reasons to pick up trash mm-hmm. actually there was, are there I, I don't know <laughs> there were prizes given out for most interesting pieces of trash um we found some pretty interesting stuff. Did we, you want a prize? We found a lot of the standard too. You know, there was the occasional porno mag, which <laughs> really? still of boggles They're my still mind. Being made. Like people not only are still making them, but then just still tossing them out. <laughs> yeah, that does seem a little bit of a throwback, huh? Yeah, yeah. as yeah. it were. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a lot of like signage. Oh, this was hilarious. Was someone had found literally on top of each other a like sign advertising like youth soccer. That was just like sort of pulled out of a yard or whatever and thrown. And then there was like a sign on top of that talking about not filling up the neighborhoods with random signage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Um, Of course. I found I'm almost a little reluctant to. uh, Was there a sign on top of that that said irony? (laughs) Right. Uh, I'm almost reluctant to, to reveal that I found this, but. I found this. I found a bullet casing, or not oh. a casing, a shell. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shotgun. Yeah. Uh, no, forty-five. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you know, I was like shotgun. Sure, no problem. Forty-five. Oh, <laughs> oh. Um, and when I found it, you know how like a lot of our roads here, they have that like tar patch. Yep. You know where rather than actually fixing the road, they just run a line of tar along the crack. Right. <clears throat> So it was like kind of mushed like in all of there, Lane like, County on like the Highway been, 101. Yeah. You mean it'd been there for a while, and so it'd been like run over and stepped on or whatever. Yeah. It was like mushed down, um, but I saw it, and I ended up like taking like a like a bottle cap because there's tons of those on the road too, mm-hmm. uh, and like kind of prying it out. And I had it, and I was like, "This is it. This is gonna win." And so I'm walking like back to the where we were all gonna meet later, and I'm like, "I'm gonna win it." And then I thought like. What if this like is part of a crime? <laughs> right. <laughs> Am I, did I just remove evidence <laughs> from somewhere? Do it's I, got your oh, fingerprints shit, all over it I now. Should I be reporting this? You weren't oh, wearing oh, gloves, I was wearing were you? Gloves. Okay, all right. You <laughs> no were. Way. Good, good, good. 
I'm yeah. not touching that trash with my bare hands. Oh, this God. does oh. feel like the, an episode of, you know, like Law and Order or something <laughs> right. like yeah. that. Yeah. Dung, dung. Too late now because that trash is long gone. It's <laughs> in one of those bags. There used to be I'm, one of these like real crime shows that my uh, Kimberly and my girlfriend and I used to watch. And it, there would always be this thing where the guy would say, and that was a critical mistake. <laughs> you know, yeah, I feel like that, that, was the, that was a critical that mistake part of cr- your, right. your episode. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you had gloves on. I had a in relation to both of the most recent uh, comments in the mistake range and the like. You should probably have gloves if you're picking up trash range. Um, <laughs> that reminded me of two years ago when we had a very large storm and like most of downtown Portland had flooded temporarily, and so I was going around picking trash out of gutters. And in hindsight, this was a total like bozo move, uh, but I picked up and cleaned gutters all the way over to Powell's. Until I struck something that happened to cut my finger, and at oh, that point Jesus. in time, I, I was know. like, "Oh, okay, I'm a, I'm on the park blocks yeah, near Old Town that. Chinatown, <laughs> picking up trash out of gutters with my bare hands." Do you know what cut your finger? Uh, I think it was like a soda can, much better, okay. or something like that. And the, but you know, of course, the obvious thought is, "Okay." This is really stupid. Uh, I was going to so, say it's a hypodermic uh, needle. For yeah. those of you who are not in the Portland area, <laughs> that is a notorious that's, part of that's town. That's where um, that's where Good Samaritanism meets. Uh, you still have to like take some basic precautions to do so. <laughs> there used to be a uh, uh, Burger King there back in the dream of the '90s days Ooh. when I lived in Portland, and that was a notorious heroin uh, kind of spot. Out, and, yeah. and it's sort of the the, the that mm-hmm. those those blocks have always been that way. So yeah, yeah. I'm glad that was a soda can. Yes, me too. Fortunately, I've had my tes- tetanus shots and such, and I'm I'm still alive and and well today. So congratulations, <laughs> Thank fantastic. You. But yes, um, it, I'm I'm very happy you were <laughs> yeah. gloves because at least one of us figured it out. So that that's pretty good. I'm remembering yes. that that show, by the way, was called "I Shouldn't Be Alive," not a true crime show. Oh, and, you remember this show? I I know of it. I've and never seen it. It would be sort of like of you know the, the the it's this family and they're going on this and drive. We went and it's mountaineering. Like, yeah, and, or, or mm-hmm. yeah, hey, oh, let's take the shortcut, honey. Making the left turn on the road before the snowstorm was a, a critical, critical mistake. mistake. <laughs> yeah, it, there was always a critical mistake. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. No, I, you're I just great. realized that you're it great. was like one of those shows. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Picking up trash in Old Town. Picking up trash next to that Burger King. <laughs> a critical mistake. I love that voiceover voice. It's, it's like it's both the lowest voice and the thinnest voice you've ever heard. It, it is. It's like Casey Kasem meets something. I don't know. Is Casey Kasem still with us? I think he passed away a few yeah, years I think ago. He passed okay, away he's back. still in our hearts. Coming in at number forty. That's right. <laughs> a well, song that'll never be here again. I found out. I find out he did a lot of the voices in the Super Friends, and he was the voice of Shaggy. I knew that one. Yeah, Are you serious? Weeks. Really? That was like Casey Kasem. Huh. The original uh, uh, the 1960s uh, uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Right, cartoons. right. Hmm. Okay. Welcome to the Cartoon Podcast, everyone. <laughs> Marge! Yeah, hey, uh, congratulations on doing something good oh, yeah. with your Yay. bike. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I, uh, I, maybe I did something good with my bike. I don't know. I, um, if it's on your bike, you've done something good. Thank you. I went to two housewarming parties on opposite sides of town by bike. Oh, fuck. Speaking of parties. Yeah. We were at, I was at your party. It's true, yeah. There was I, some axes I, thrown. Well, yes, and there, <laughs> there was some jackassery done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was the first time I'd had alcohol in a month. Oh, that's yes. right. Sober September ended. That's right, on Friday. Yeah. On Friday, yes. Mm-hmm. So I woke up at 3.30 the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and then got on your bike. And then I w- got on my bike and went to two housewarmings. Yeah. Nice. So uh, congratulations to JP and Kayla, who have their new house. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, they're uh, grilled by bike people. And then my friends Meg and Jeremy are currently operating an Airbnb, 
And so we stayed at the Airbnb so we could leave a review. Uh, nice. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but it was also their housewarming party. <laughs> so it was great. Um, and I woke up and I thought to myself, boy, I got here by bike and now I have to go home by bike. Mm-hmm. It was way out, like as far as you can be in Portland before it becomes Beaverton, basically. Mm-hmm. Not oh. Damascus, though, right? No, opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It, it would be funny <laughs> if it weren't like a Portland show. Like everybody would yeah. be like, ah, Damascus jokes. Oh, Damascus. <laughs> gotcha. Or Damascus. Humor. They voted down transit a thousand times. So, uh, yeah, I went out there and uh, our friends, Meg and Jeremy, named the chickens after us who stayed in their Airbnb that's, rooms that's the first time. That's quite an honor. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the, the names of the chickens were Brock, Adele, Aaron, Jada, and Salt and Pepper. Hmm. <laughs> Were there people named Salt and Pepper was staying <laughs> yeah. with you guys? Salt and Pepper That's was sweet. perhaps the first resident of the house. Oh. It's the longest resident of the house. Yeah, before even my friends moved into it, there yeah. there were Salt and Pepper shakers there. Oh. Uh, but there are five chickens there. I'm dis- and as, as a fan of you know 80s and 90s hip hop, yes. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> if only Salt and Pepper could have been there, yes. then yes. And I would have asked. Was Spinderella not around? Well, that's a good question. It's it's maybe the first question that would come to everyone's mind. I'm showing my cred. <laughs> deep uh, cred, deep salt and pepper cred. Right. And so the chickens' names apparently like it's in the the little guest book that you go into the the you know, the room and you figure out like oh this is how you use the Airbnb. Uh, the chickens' names are in there in print. But the first thought I had was oh they're going to name the chickens. They're going to rename the chickens after each person that comes to stay with them. So hmm. a person like, oh. checks themselves into the house. Uh, hey, Craig and Susie, how's it going? And uh, oh, by the way, our chickens are named Craig and Susie. So, <laughs> and it would just kind of that would their, be a great stick, though. They just done to be named after you. So yeah, um, until I don't, next week. <laughs> I mean, you know, printer paper is cheap. It could be that that is in fact the case, but we'll see. Yeah, and you can find out if you rent this Airbnb on. That's right. No, I mean, they do a great job. They do a bang up job, uh, as you might say, of hospitality and uh, like all the stuff. There, there was toothpaste there. Which you know, I brought oh. my own toothpaste, but they had better toothpaste, and it was more easily accessible so, than my toothpaste. I, I'm so an Airbnb it. host myself, and oh, I have, you are. That's I right. have been outclassed. I do not have toothpaste available. You better get your toothpaste we, game. My, my going. toothpaste game is weak. And do at least five chickens. <laughs> yeah, I was I, going to say, do you serve fresh, fresh laid eggs well, to your guests? You know what's funny is uh, my girlfriend and I are looking at buying a, uh, a little piece of land and we're going to be we're going to have um she's a she's a vegan and she's into um, uh, protecting animals oh right we are going to get pigs and chickens and okay. we're going to be adopting them from a pig sanctuary and oh. they will live a long wonderful life and this is what my new life is now they'll be friend so, pigs wow. and friend chickens yes okay um and it's um definitely it, it, it it's an interesting new adventure that we're on so yeah, yeah. silky chickens google that they're the silkies really, are cute silkies chickens. are crazy they got like blue skin and they're like uh, uh, they're like the grumpy cat of chickens. They look like cats. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 went to a farm sanctuary in New York, in New York State, not far from where I grew up, and uh, we see these these chickens, and we're like, what? manner of creature are these and they're like well they're silky chickens and we're like the last people on the planet apparently who have who, who mm-hmm. are learning about silky chickens yeah and so you know we're we're just enamored by them we're like we're totally getting silky chickens dude they so, look they look like like cute little mothballs with feet yeah they they look like something out of a star trek episode quite yeah. frankly <laughs> you know smog <laughs> what's up with the silky chickens now i'm doing seinfeld instead sorry the, the tribbles it's the frame yeah <laughs> Oh yes! I oh, have, oh. Yeah, me well. Aaron's googling. He's like, "Damn!" <laughs> we beam them to the Klingons. There'll be no trouble at all. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so that's us. Tim, you're starting a bike tour. I am. Uh, day after tomorrow, I will be uh, going to Newport, Oregon. Uh, for those of you who are not Oregon-centric, that's uh, about Central Coast-ish. Yeah, Newport um, Bay. Uh, yeah, I'll be staying at South Beach uh, State Park, which is one of my favorite uh, camp spots on the entire coast. Home of a famous diet. Um, possibly, but really, really close to the Rogue Brewery, which is why I like it. So <laughs> that, uh, That's the South Beach diet. <laughs> if you listen to uh, uh, my pod, uh, the Pedal Shift Project, uh, you can go check that out at pedalshift.net. That was so subtle, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, pedalshift.net. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, you, you know that I tend to pick my campsites if they are close to places to get good beer you know there are days when i will ride an extra 20 miles so that i can get to so for instance there's one day on this trip that i'll go 73 miles just so that i can get to uh the ill river brewing company and staying in fortuna mm. um as opposed to staying like a reasonable person only doing 50 miles that day no yeah. do the extra 20 beer mm. you know sometimes i do that in town uh y- yes <laughs> yes you do yeah so um this is a ride i've done before i've uh in 2014, I did the entire Pacific Coast. Um, I probably came here at some point. In this, no, no. Did I come to Portland then? I can't remember. Oh, I was at WDS that year. In fact, I think that was... That oh, the World Domination Summer. Yeah, was that the summer that you and I did yes. the show? That's right. Yes. In fact, that was when I came up with uh, Let's Shrink the World by Bike, yes. like in the studio with you. I, I, I don't know where it came from, but I was just like, oh, let's shrink the world by back. That sounds good. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Is that still your tagline? That's the tagline. It? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's one yeah. of them. I got like six. Uh, right. They're on the stickers, which I brought, by the way. They're um, on the stickers. Yeah, Those and nice everybody stickers. who listens to my show is like, I put in for stickers like 18 oh, years ago. Oh, God. Wow. Look how look how small that font is. That is. It's like yeah. hidden. It's like a, it's like an Easter egg <laughs> on your sticker. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to do this. I've done this ride before. I'm going from Newport to San Francisco. Uh, it's about 13 days of riding. Uh, longest day is about 70 miles, 73 <laughs> miles, I guess now. And uh, shortest day is about 30 because that's the day that I go. Uh, I do the long day to go to uh, Fortuna and then a short day into Avenue of the Giants. And there's mm-hmm. a great campground um, in that area, uh, oh, Burlington great. Campground. And I just love staying there. It's one of the oh, okay. best places uh, on this on the Pacific route. So, yeah, it's it's just such a great route. I'm, I'm, I talk about the C&O on my pod a lot, but um, – this is I, 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 I could do this every year, this route. It's just so great. And uh, you can do it in a couple of weeks from Portland to uh, San Francisco. It's a great ride. Good stuff. Yeah. And all of us have done portions of this, I think. Yeah. Um, I mm-hmm. think. Well, Adele and I did this back in 2009. Adele, or uh, Aaron, you did the uh, a piece of it from, what was it, San Francisco from down San to. San Fran through Big Sur down that's to. That's right. Big Sur. San, San Luis, Luis Obispo. Yeah. yeah. And that's um, all closed now, still. I think because the it, bridge they, is out. They, I was just talking with somebody uh, last week, and they were saying the bridge is open, but the oh. the slide is still out. And so you, I, apparently, you can take the bridge, but not. But past can't, the can't slide. get past the slide, yeah. which is further south, I think. From there, I, I would have to check. Yeah, 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 which is good because that means that it's accessible from the Bay Area, so you could get at least down to Pfeiffer Big Sur, and mm-hmm. that's another—that's a very similarly awesome one. You're in redwoods, and it's mm-hmm. just beautiful. There's a lodge there. It's a really great place to to camp and to be, and it's like eight bucks a night. I mean, that's the one great thing about this route is you get these great hiker bikers, great amenities, mm-hmm. and it's like between five and eight bucks. There's showers. I mean, it's it's. It's sort of not fair, you know, it's how great it is. It's really great. So, uh, you know, if, if anybody's ever thinking, hey, you know, I want to tackle a, a cool route. Um, the weather is almost always really nice during the summer through October. And, yeah, it's just it's it's heaven. It's a little slice of heaven. I, I worked really hard this summer to uh, sell the business that uh, my girlfriend owned. And uh, so I didn't get a chance to do as much bike touring. So now I'm like, okay, 
I've got a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to make this happen. So nice. it's really great. And it's great nice. to see you guys too, because I, yes. I visit only apparently, as Aaron said last week, only when I'm doing bike tours. And I, you know, <laughs> this is That's not right. true. I, I come here a lot. I'll be back in December apparently. <laughs> yes. Sometimes when you're visiting your nephew. That's right. Well, I just saw him today. He's yes. he's doing good. He he's like running around like a crazy man. I'm just sort of like, oh, I, last time I saw him was in April, right? And kids at this age, you know, you see, you're like, okay, bye, see you later. A few months later, you're coming, and they're like, you know, smoking, and you know, like, you know, they, <laughs> they got jobs, and you know, it's they grow up so fast. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. Complaining uh, about their work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the boss said today. <laughs> He's expecting 10% more productivity. I can't work at these wages. Someone got my lunchbox. (laughs) He said I can only text on my break and my lunch hour. (laughs) What is this? Uh, Guthrie, you've done the West Coast at least once, right? Yeah, I've done... I sort of did it in two sections. So 2012, I rode north from Forest Grove to um, essentially almost the border with Canada. And then in 2015, I rode Portland South down to the border with Mexico. There we go. Yeah. It's a great ride. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I did in 14. I did. Uh, I did a little. Most people start in uh, Vancouver, and I started in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that. I mean, it, it was a few days less, but Victoria is a really great place to kick off a bike tour. It's a very yeah. bike friendly place. It's a if you've never been, it's super European feeling. Yeah, it, it's a totally different vibe than you would expect. Um, and you know, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump from here. So mm-hmm. you know, it's it's uh, it was a, it was a really cool place to start. And then I went down to the Mexican border as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, great ride. If you show up in Victoria by boat, I, don't they have like a guy in like period dress who will shake your hand? No. Uh, Maybe. I thought I heard this. Uh, I haven't heard it, but I want to test it now. Yeah, I, I, it possibly, but you know what they had? They had poutine, which Ooh. is one of the greatest yes. things that Canada has ever given us. Right, mm-hmm. the uh, the French fries with gravy on top. Oh, oh it's mm-hmm. uh, it, with, cheese, with cheese curds. curds. Cheese mm-hmm. curds. Um, and gravy? So don't forget, yep. yes, don't okay. forget the cheese curds. It, it's, Otherwise, it's, very it's just important. gravy and so, fries. So, um, for my birthday I, yeah. last month, um, we went up to visit um, our, my good friend Jason Kent and his wife, uh, girlfriend, excuse me, not wife, girlfriend. Is that the person who surprised the music for the Pedal Shift Project? He, uh, indeed. In the, okay. He's got a new album. <laughs> Let me plug his album, Mono Mono, is, That's right. is out right now, and it's really freaking good. Is that it's, like mono as in like one channel in your headphones, or mono as in like the Spanish words for hand, so, or both? So uh, he's a big fan of the Beatles, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and uh, as you probably figured out by listening to some of his music, it's very it's got some Beatles esque stuff going on. Yeah. But um, yes, of course, it's an album that's in stereo, so it's actually mono mono. Ah, uh-huh. that's what he described to me. Okay, so, makes yeah, sense. Anyway, so we got, but he he he, it's Montreal, which is the best place in the world for poutine. Mm. It, well. I'm sure there are people in Quebec that have their favorite places outside of Montreal, but uh, yeah, that's basically all I did for that that 48 hour period was just basically eat Putin. It was just it's amazing. It's but incredible. in Victoria, I get off the boat. I did not get a handshake from anybody. Okay, but what I did find was a dude in a cart selling Putin, oh. and that kicked off oh, my tour. Yeah. Canada, yeah. thank you, Canada. God bless Canada. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Wonderful people. Thank you for your hockey. Thank you for your your Wayne Gretzky's your your and your Putin. Yeah. And probably other things. Your John Candies. Right. Yes. Your Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. And your Jamaican bobsled team. Oh. True. They made their debut in, Ca- in, in Calgary. Calgary. In, Cal- in Calgary. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You, and... you, you, you went on a, you, you took me on a ride there, <laughs> but it was worth it. <laughs> what about uh, Getty Lee and Rush? Oh, yeah. 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 Thank you very he much for play, that. He can play bass and 
keys at the same time. Oh, no way. Plays keys with his feet. No man. way. Plays keys with his feet, That's man. crazy. I feel like this Rush is, like, is one of those bands. <laughs> every every <laughs> Rush fan I know, that's their, like, the first thing. Yeah. Say, he plays keys with his feet, man. <laughs> let, me, let me throw this out there before Rush people get, get all up in my grill. Uh, Neil Peart's a really, really, really good drummer. They're really, all right. they're really good and mathy. You know, I like them to listen to occasionally, but... Rush is like the uh, Prairie Home Companion of rock and roll. <laughs> right? There's no way you would have had that unless... Uh. There aren't a lot of people who are just sort of like, yeah, I just dabble in Rush. You're either like deep yeah. in Rush mm-hmm. or you're just sort of like, don't get it. <laughs> it's like Prairie Home Companion, right? You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, it's sort of like... Um, uh, telling a Rush fan, you know what? I, you know what song's really good? Tom Sawyer. That's the best song. It's sort of like going to a Dead fan and going, you know what the best song is? Touch of Grey. Touch of Grey is the best Dead song ever. <laughs> you get the same reaction. It's pretty awesome. I yeah. encourage you to do it if you just ever want to just dig in. It's You've heard fun. all the songs, haven't you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Uh, favorite Dead song though? Touch of Grey. Touch of Grey. Touch I will get by. Okay. Yep. Yep. My favorite dead song. By the way, is, don't, uh, don't 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 use it. Wagon wheel <laughs> right. is what? Wagon wheel. Oh. Wagon wheel. I'm a Casey Jones I thought you fan. Said, yeah, that's mine. Yeah, I literally know other no other dead song. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys could be making that up. Oh it's, yeah. Oh, my favorite is uh, Four Foot Torch. Driving that train. It's uh, high on cocaine. Casey Jones, you better. All I know Watch is I, speed. I watched yeah. Gimme Shelter again recently after reading a book on on the Altamont stuff. Okay. And uh, if you if you don't know the about the end of the of the end peace of the 60s, and love man. era, yes. um, the dead apparently just bailed. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> they were like, "This is going south in a hurry, and we are fuck you guys. We are out." <laughs> so they had good radar. Oh man! Yeah. And, and, and it's Keith, where are they going? <laughs> I don't know. Let's go out. Everything seems cool. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the uh, the other movie called Give Me Shelter. I was from, I was just going to do yeah. the, the 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 my that was a critical mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And the stones came out instead. And everything seems cool. We're just going to go out there and do our thing. That was a critical mistake. So you're kicking off a bike tour and <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, this is a bike podcast. Yeah, bikey podcast. What, what what ride are you taking on this particular ride? Cuz we I know you keep the green goblin the here goblin in Portland. Is, the goblin rides again. Okay. Um the goblin is uh Going to get a little bit of uh, uh, changes. I'm going to be putting a front rack on it tomorrow. It's a Novara Safari? It is a 1998 <clears throat> Novara Safari. I, I got it at the uh, Community Cycling Center. Must <laughs> specify that it's a old 90s oh, yeah. Novara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they yeah, changed yeah. a lot in the 2000s. Oh. Not that new shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> this this thing, it has this like reverse sprung like weird kind of I I don't even I can't even describe it but it, the, the derailleur goes the, the rear opposite. derailleur yeah oh dude I want one of those it's it's there if man you, if you ever if you ever want to get rid of that rear actually derailleur. it would probably fit you better than me I'm just <laughs> telling you it is it is the frame's a little small for me and it is such a dope bike but they're, I'm just like yeah it's, they're so cool though because if you if you snap your your derailleur mm-hmm. cable. It defaults to the easiest it does. gear. As that could have been a critical the, mistake. <laughs> exactly. And this thing's Remember got... Remember when I snapped my rear derailleur yes. cable? Yes. 
defaulted to the hardest gear. Oh, that is the worst. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> I mean, I'm in little, little, just trying to keep up. You know, the, this bike is geared so much for hills. Like I, when I ride around here in Portland on flats, I'm always in the third chain ring at the highest gear just for <laughs> ri- regular riding around. <laughs> it's like this thing is built for climbing hills and being fully loaded. So nice. that's kind of the nice thing about this bike. Yeah. But, hey, um, is it on spin lister? Could could anybody rent the Green Goblin? You know, I that's a really good idea. I should probably do that, except I would probably bother my brother's you know setup and everything it li- just lives in his garage and it's mm-hmm. fine and it's cool but that 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 seems like a good idea if i could find a place where it would be a little more accessible to people you'd have to make it worth it that. to your brother i think yeah 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 i, I have to think about that spin lister the car sharing of bikes yeah. or the bike sharing of bikes in addition to the trailer my 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 question is does yes. it have a kickstand plate a kickstand plate. I have a kickstand on it, okay. but, but I don't know if it has a kickstand plate. Gotcha. Um, I've got it. Disapprove. <laughs> having a kickstand on it? Yes. You know what's funny? I uh, Fight. I fight. Fight. <laughs> I feel your pain. Um, I, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Everybody put their, their thumb in their finger Clinton style there for that. Um, I, you know, I am kind of back and forth on kickstands, um, but they're just so damn handy when you are needing them. Um, and uh, I don't have one on my other Safari, the the bigger one, my 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 loftier steed, the newer version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I tell you what, having it on this one, it's kind of handy. Now, when it's fully loaded, it doesn't work so well. So you know, it's not necessarily the greatest. Double kickstand or single? Just a single. Oh, okay. Just a single. It's 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 very it 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 functions great when it's not loaded. Not so great when yeah. it is loaded. But the, um, the good old Greenfield kickstand. Yeah. No, I don't even know what it is. It's it's actually it it's a long one. Huh. Um. But uh, I, I I got it when I first got the Goblin a few years ago. So yeah. Yeah, and the, oh, and the reason why I call it the Green Goblin for anybody who hasn't listened to my show, or I th- I'm pro- I probably said this on this Batman. show, Batman, uh, that would be Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, nerd. <laughs> well, of course, I'm. Oh, no, I was no. deep into comics. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I tell you, I'm all for it. I, I, uh, you know, the bike is green, so duh, they're green, right? But um, my uh, sister-in-law works in beer distribu- distribution, beer industry, and she uh, uh, was working with uh, Stone Brewing. And, of course, they've got mm-hmm. the Gargoyle mm-hmm. as their logo, and she got some swag from them. And she goes, here, take this. And I was like, I'm putting this on the bike. And then I put it on. I'm like, this is the Green <laughs> Goblin, and that is the dopest thing ever. So, nice. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Is so it still on there? Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. I got that. I got a. I think I got a sprocket sticker. I got pedal shift sticker. I've got a. Oh, thanks, Michael Risica's dude robot. If you remember him yeah. from yeah a year I ago s- or more. Still have like a giant one. Of those. Yeah. yeah, in your bike bag, right? Yeah, like Stays displayed in my on the map top case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he he he's uh he's got he's mobile living now. I think he he oh, uh, for real? he moved out of his apartment. Hashtag van life. Yeah, he's he's hashtag van life yeah. with his dog and everything. I think he's 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 out east right now, but he's he's mobile. He's fully gotcha. mobile. Yeah, I think that's super cool. He's getting it. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Hey. Uh, well, hey, I, I'm I'm very curious. We've talked about this a little bit before, but just like by having a bike on the other side of the country, you have to have somebody who like takes care of it or at least keeps it safe, right? Right, right. So uh, my brother lives in Northeast Portland, and uh, he has a garage, which is super handy. And um, yeah. And he he and his wife don't use their bikes, so 
my bike gets more use than theirs, and they sort of live here and stuff. So, <laughs> so that is that, that they Do have you, bicycles on top of it, keeping it safe. Pretty much, it's like it's like, like if a bike gets stolen, it's going to be theirs, not yours. I don't know. I mean, my bike is much nicer or more well kept than theirs. <laughs> like, my, mine, mine is more likely to have air in the tires at this point. You know, it's the gargoyle just, keeps it safe. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's uh, and they keep the garage locked and all that other stuff. So don't get any ideas, people. Do uh, you? Uh, the address is certainly not. Yeah. It's certainly Definitely not. not. I said Northeast Portland. It's very large. You have no idea where it That's is. That's right. Nor is it guarded by a literal four-foot torch. <laughs> <laughs> do you, like, take it out to a to a shop around here? Or yeah. Or um, do you just kind of, like, give it a once-over and they're like, ah, that's good enough? It's funny you should say that because I feel like that the gearing, like, the low, it, the low limit is all screwed up. And if I were really handy, I would uh, fix that myself. But it keeps it through the chain a couple of times on the yeah. way up here. And so... Ooh, I, that would be... Yeah, that would suck if it threw the chain up into your spokes. Exactly. And it's funny you should say that because it, it, that is exactly when I got the bike, the spokes were a little eaten away yeah. because the low limit was yeah, all yeah. screwed up. Now, I've had oh. these derailers completely. I, I actually just got this reworked you, at Upcycles, huh. and they were really cool. And I guess they've moved. They used to be on Decom, I guess. Yeah, they right are next to on, where I live. Yeah. Uh, Killingsworth. They're now. on Killingsworth yeah, now. So yeah, in the neighborhood. They've been, they were really great. And, yeah. um, you know, the... the Last tour that I did on it last year, it was just in tip-top shape because they did a whole bunch of replacements on stuff. But it's funny you should mention that. Mm -hmm. I lost spokes in Brookings a few years ago on this very bike. They they just went bing, 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 bing. How how many spokes are in Brookings? uh, A few of mine. Let me just put it that way. (laughs) Uh, But I I was able to get to the bike shop like within three minutes of it closing and got a new wheel. Because, I mean, it was a a shit show at that point. But um, explosive tag. You're welcome. Um, and uh, yeah, did we so- not swear yet? No, fuck. Okay, you beat me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you took all the goddamn fun out of it, <laughs> son of a. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, so it, it um, uh, ups, uh, yep. upcycle, upcycle. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Kai, job. Kai over at Upcycle. Yeah, really good. A uh, small shop, and mm-hmm. um, they when they were on Decom, it was just this little one room space, and. Mm-hmm. I went there. I've been there a couple times with this bike, and they've done some really good work. It's yeah. a good, good shop locally. Yeah. I, I, I haven't had a bad experience at any of the shops locally. Um, I'm sure your mileage may vary, but um, Portland's really blessed to have a lot of great LBSs, local yes. bike shops. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, you can't go wrong. But find yours in your town and support them because they do good work. Yeah. Most of them, unless they don't. Which is an endorsement. Yeah. In, in which case, never mind. <laughs> it is one of the things I often... Uh, feel a little bit guilty about like because I do all my own, not all, but most of my own mechanics. Well, and, that's and fine. Like, well, maybe I should maybe I should take this. <laughs> I think uh, like for one, then you know you have a professional eye on it, and, and then also like supporting the local economy. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some there's something that could come along that either isn't going to be in your skill set but you've got it sounds like i mean just listening to the show you've got like almost all the skill sets but like there might be something where you're if just i don't like, know it i'll figure it out you'll figure it out or mm-hmm. you'll just be like dude unless this is it's not true worth in my a time. wheel fuck that i won't i will not <laughs> true my own wheel. yeah how you true a wheel you pay a guy to <laughs> yeah, do yeah, it yeah, yeah. I, i'll have someone else do that that's like a guy <laughs> named true and he'll true <laughs> sugar sugar yeah. wheel works on yeah. north Williams. <laughs> indeed we're fans um, i hear such good things about sugar wheel works probably from this podcast 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and just about anyone else who's yeah. who's ever, ever done business yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. I've heard I've heard some really good things. That I think uh, if if I'm ever in the market for a wheel, that's that's who I'm going to. And uh, Jude has to come back someday. She should. We were in talks, yeah. but uh, those talks didn't fall through. They just uh, got pushed aside for more pressing business. So. A few more times, she can learn the secret handshake. It's Five timers club, it's true, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you have before we move on yes. to our uh, calendar sounder, which we uh, stole from you? Uh, you know, you just didn't respect my wishes. <laughs> no big deal. I believe that. I believe it was more uh, like that. You know. Do you have a call to action for our listeners? <laughs> what should they do based on uh, what we've talked about tonight? Should they be a child actor? Should they go on a bike tour on the West Coast? Should oh, they go should to the they beer monger? Should they stay up till three o'clock in the morning in Tokyo? Uh, my God! It, all, yes, all of the above. Do all of these things. Live your life. Life's a rich tapestry. Yada yada yada. <laughs> Is that it? Anything else? Uh, uh, and stuff. All right, there we go. Hey, Perfect. You, I, j- I just realized <laughs> you are the first Brompton owner that I have seen face-to-face since the big recall. Oh, oh wait, yeah. there was a big recall? There yeah. was. I didn't put it in our headlines. I should have. Oh, okay. I, um, I don't really have do much we want? in the way Here's the thing. Yeah. This is the first I'm hearing of it. So, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 uh, or do you want to go or? ahead? Yeah. So uh, just earlier this week, Brompton renounced a complete recall of all frames manufactured between 2015 and 2017. Uh, that's mine. Due to a faulty bottom bracket, and so they I are. I thought you had tweeted about this. Son of a bitch! <laughs> uh, it's apparently an error which shows up in about one in five thousand off the production floor. Uh, but they are encouraging any Brompton owners from that uh, time range to contact your local Brompton dealer, and they will set you up with a replacement free of charge. Ooh, that's Listen, very exciting. They're being stand-up people about oh, it. They're, they're making it happen. Great. Like, I was just thinking, damn, if car companies did this, like, what? Or, like, actually, maybe it's good they don't. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we might not have uh, Toyota airbag recalls coming out 15 years later or something. Yeah. No, Brompton, super stand-up move on their part. They... I mean, if you look at the numbers, one in 5,000, that's, that's well nothing. within the margin of error. That's yeah. nothing. Uh, so good on them for stepping up to the plate totally on agree. that. Uh, I bought mine at Clever Cycles here in Portland, but I've got Bicycle Space in D.C., which is also right a great on. place for uh, uh, um, for that. So I will be taking advantage of that. My goodness. There we go. I'm glad that did not happen in Big Sur last year. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. And if I, if I am reading right, they're not going to necessarily replace your entire bike. They're going no. to replace your bottom and, right. right. And that's what yeah. was confusing when I first read it because yeah. I was um, waiting for Jane at Powell's and I was scrolling through Twitter and I just had this, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, well, I, I guess we can say goodbye to Brompton because <laughs> if you were calling two years worth of bikes, that's probably not too good for the books. But it's no, it's just, over. just the just bottom, bottom bracket. bracket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like texting Anna as soon as I read that too. Like, hey, what do you know about this? Mm-hmm. And you know, because they don't make my bike, the Bromptons are not made in orange anymore. If they were like, <laughs> right. uh, sir, oh, sorry, sir, we don't make them in orange. Would you like it in pink? I'd be right. like, you got Fuck you. <laughs> or, mm, or you could say, I'd take my one in 4,999 yeah. <laughs> chances. Exactly. Take my chances, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Aaron, your bottom bracket's orange going out, right? you glad they're only replacing <laughs> the bottom bracket and not the whole I've frame? I've never heard that joke ever. <laughs> Can you send in your faulty bottom bracket to Brompton <laughs> to, to get no, it switched out? Like, is there a, a totally chance that you could... Watch me totally get, like, a different, different color bottom bracket or something like that. It'll be, like, green. They have... I mean, 
I don't know how proprietary their their sizes or anything. Oh, is everything are, is proprietary yeah. on right. a damn bike. It's like mm. an Apple product. Right, right. As much, <laughs> it's like the lightning as much cable as of bikes. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that might not actually be the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> not sure how many frayed lightning cables folks have had recently. Yeah, well, it depends on who made them, right? Uh, yeah. I've had a lot of cheap yeah. manufacturers that I've I've learned from, and I've bought more expensive ones since. Well, hey, uh, we should go to the calendar, right? Why the, the hell not? I know, exactly. Sure. That's what I always say. <laughs> oh, look, Bling. it's people respecting other people's wishes. Don't ever use that. Thank you, Pedal Shift <laughs> listeners. <laughs> oh, or yours you're is, welcome, yours, Pedal yours, Shift yours listeners. Is coming, yeah, so. I know. I know. I got to get mine while I can, though. It's tradition. <laughs> Except we already did it on this show, I think. No, no, but no. that's you know, what, there's another one. Okay, He's, all right. No, no, no. His is I coming. mean, I did. I mean, I heard nothing. <laughs> hey, it's Biketober. Yeah. So, uh, love to ride. Um, the people who also I sure do presented. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the people who also did the uh, what is it? The bike more month. Oh right. Um, or bike to work month, depending on how old you are. Uh huh. Um, they are also hosting Biketober, and it's essentially the same thing. Track your miles through your your various mile tracking app. Oh, right. Compete amongst your friends or amongst other people. Yeah, I think I signed up for this friends. like a year or two ago, and I'm still signed up for it. I, like, I think I'm already participating. Oh, yeah, you're still on. I don't know if you're you're still participating. I, well, hmm. maybe. I should sign I up for this re- because I think I might win. categories and <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, awesome. I had to re-sign up, and I okay. actually signed up uh, under Bikes for Humanity. Oh, um, that's right. You you uh, well, do a lot of challenges with those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. P4H so, and PDX. Yeah. Yes. S- considering so, I'm starting them. a bike tour like day after tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you should join it. I should, I should sign up. We'll see yeah. what happens. I might win that. I mean, I'm, I would say pedal shift qualifies for companies from a size of zero to one employees. So yeah. you could yeah. potentially there win certainly your category. aren't two unless I'm <laughs> unless I've met, not met that person yet. <laughs> That's right. Hey, um, you know what happens next weekend? It's coming up. This yeah. is the thing we've been we've been pushing this for so it. long. Yeah, is this the, the longest? Is this the West Virginia thing? The AMLX challenge. Yes, yes. in West yes. Virginia, you start in Virginia. And yes. you go to West Virginia. I interviewed a guy who did this last year. I think. Oh, that's really? right. Yeah, yeah that guy. That was a kick-ass interview. <laughs> was, and that he, guy's super cool. That guy. That guy like doesn't sleep. He just gets on his bike and just goes for like four days straight. Oh and he's like, God. yeah, I ate a candy bar in the middle of it. Is that it, the guy who what had like uh, a weird interaction at a store where he bought a beer at like seven in the morning? Yeah, and the lady just like shook her head at him. And, <laughs> and, and he's like, he's like, I was trying, I was trying to explain to her that it was for the for, for the, the calories and the calories, and that I didn't want a light beer. And I was, I can't do his accent. It's so easy to over-explain <laughs> when you're buying stout. early beer. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a hefeweizen or something. I, I'm just, and I'm just sitting the there story. talking to this guy going, this is amazing, and I will never accomplish any of this. But I, <laughs> it was it was my bike my, my first bikepacking episode, and now I've been scared to talk about bikepacking since. But apparently uh. i got to get, the, I gotta get uh, last week's uh, guests. Uh, i got to get them oh, on Donnie the show. Oh, Donnie Cole. i got to get right. Donnie on the show. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yes. he called me out, sort of. Did yeah. he? Okay. Really? A little. I felt like he did. He's like, I haven't been on the show. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. I should get right, on the then. show. Yep. It's about time. You're yeah. invited, dude. You got, well, you got time right before you leave on your, on your bike tour, right? <laughs> yeah. No show for three weeks. So. I will lend you a digital recorder so you can hang out Excellent. with that guy. Um, hey, uh, the Youth Bicycle Summit also this weekend. Yes. Happening in Washington, D.C., which is where you're from, Tim Mooney. It is where I'm from. Yeah. And that's where a bunch of youth are thro- uh, showing up. Not throwing up. They're showing up. Might. 
<laughs> Who knows? Some it's might, their first trip away from home. Yeah. Uh, no, but it. Uh, yeah, they're they're going out to talk all things bicycle at the Youth Bicycle Summit in Washington D.C. And it's a really big deal. Um, there there are a few big deal bikey things that happen in D.C. and this is one of them. So if you're in D.C. and you're into youth biking, this were you is your around jam. for mm-hmm. like the last couple? Or I've never been to any of these things, and I keep I keep intending to think about going to some of these things, <laughs> which is a real cagey way of yeah. saying, hey, maybe I should go to one of these things right. one of these days. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. bike touring is is always such a niche part of any of this stuff, and that's sort of the well the niche that I occupy. Right. So mm-hmm. one one of these days, like I've, thought, I've even thought about going to Interbike at some point in Vegas, but I that seems like sh- such a shit show that Interbike. I think go to Eurobike. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see. This is you thinking big. This is why this is why the Sprocket podcast is in good hands. <laughs> this is big thinking right here. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think I mean, you'd want to go to like uh Tokyo bike or something. I should. I think you'd I like should. to be I a child it's, actor. I think it's yeah. Is this the longest calendar segment ever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we've had longer. Is hey, that- October 15th, Endurance Bike Packing Stories from Around the World with Nathan Jones. Yes. Nathan Jones, uh motherfucking Nathan Jones, the best and baddest bike tourist of all time. Hmm. He I've is seen, telling stories. I'm going to get you on docu- the show again, Nathan Jones. That's right. I'm going to get you on the show. We're going to get you. on documentaries. Yes. He's like a film star. Mm-hmm. He is. Ish. Yeah. Uh, he's at the Bike Gallery in Westmoreland, and they're going to be hosting an event. Uh, the podcast is actually gonna be there but that doesn't mean you shouldn't go that means if you're around you should go hang out with us you should go right Indeed. Mm-hmm. We might if i were around bring... i would go not that that matters to anybody but you know yes <laughs> yes I, I would be interested in this that's right might even bring what guthrie we might even bring the four foot torch that's true yes it, it you know every way we will bring the four foot torch i predict that guthrie's gonna forget the four foot torch in you December. will see it it's gonna be amazing um the emperor has no clothes. Oh, come on. Those are amazing <laughs> clothes. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank Wonderful you. Thank clothes. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> October 20th through 22nd, Freak Bike Fall. Yes. Uh, it's a time when every all the good things happen. And uh, mm-hmm. we've got a promo from Eric Iverson that I'm going to cut together this week. For Freak and, Bike Fall? Yes. Oh, oh, really? Should we give a shout out to Eric Iverson? Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. He lost his gallbladder. Yeah. <gasps> We got we, little, little pour out to Eric Iverson. It looked like That's he right. he needed a, he needs a little healing magic thrown yeah. his way. So. Seriously, yeah, yeah. that guy. Uh, his dad came back uh, from Wisconsin to hang out with him because yeah. I mean he had to take his gallbladder out. Friend Not of the by show, himself, but Friend Eric of the Iverson. Shows. I thought, I thought by that like you were meaning like his dad actually. Took no, Eric. his dad still has his, dad his gallbladder. In and performed <laughs> like, the right. surgery himself. It was really it's sweet. a father son thing. Yeah. You wouldn't understand. Get away, Doc. Why experience? Uh, only one. Man can do it. Uh, so, no, if ever. anybody is laughing harder than Eric Iverson <laughs> right now, I don't know who it is. I don't want him to rupture his, stu- his no, sutures. No, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, October 26th to 28th, St. John's River to Sea Loop Summit and Trail Celebration in Deland, Florida. Yes. And why do we advance things in Deland, Florida? Because we care. Someone someone sent it to us. Because the Sprocket said, Podcast hey, listens. When you those. say jump, we jump. Is it and Deland? Deland. Do we know this? In no, no way is it pronounced in any other way <laughs> okay. than Deland. Wasn't sure if it was Deland, but you know. You know, correct us if we're wrong. I'm not sure. Somebody. So well, this it takes a big <laughs> <laughs> So this is a bit of a tangent, but you know how From like Chile, there, there are various ways of, of pronouncing things here in Portland that no. aren't necessarily no. how they look? Gooch. You lie. <laughs> I've, I've taken to over our, our two-way radio. Uh, pronouncing things <laughs> as they should be read. You talking about at work? Yes. Well, like so, I, you say couch I, instead of cooch. Couch, fesenden, oh. 
<laughs> you evil person. Shoeyler. Yep. Shoeyler. Is it the Willamette River? Do you live in Oregon? I just crossed the Willamette. Yes. I was at one point. I came across the radio. I'm sitting outside. What was it Clarendon School? Clarendon. It's Clarendon. Yeah. Clarendon. This is like super inside Anyways, baseball yeah. for so anybody inside. who doesn't but. live in Portland. And probably for a lot of people who do live in every, Portland. But. Every locality has their little, right. like, you know. Uh, well, from afar, should... I had you guys talk about Chai Lai, New York a few episodes That's ago. That's true. So, yeah. we, should, yeah. we should have a show about language. Yes. Ooh, we yeah. should. Get, get it all out. Get it all on the table. I'm flying right. back for that one. And how about, yeah, it could be like a people first language show. That'd sure. be fun. Get sure. Jonathan Moss back in here. Ooh, it's been a while yeah. since he's been in. Oh, yeah. He'll be fresh off the boat from France. True. He might even have something to... Well, I'm sure he yeah. has something to teach us, but he might even have something from that experience. He might be a member of the Five Timers Club. Tell us about Romantic Paris. Close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at Paris. Three or four. Yeah. He's close. He's close. Okay. Hey, on the calendar, November 18th, Cranksgiving with special guest MCs. We'll let you guess who those are. Not somebody <laughs> you know. Do they have a four-foot torch? <laughs> yeah. I'll bet you they do. I am, I am fucking building a four-foot torch. <laughs> okay, so. You're going to bring it December 1st. You'll be like, check this out, Mooney. Speaking of, December 1st, Pedal December Shift turns 100. Hey. Down at the Beer Mongers at Southeast, Southeast Division, Division and 12. 12. We do love those folks. Come out and see, uh, you know, come out and see the long stick. Come see the four-foot torch. Come see Tim Mooney. Come see Brock Dittis. Come see Aaron Flores. Come see... Guthrie Straw is going to be there, everybody. Celebrate your holiday of choice. It's going right. to be fun. Yeah, We're going to have a good time. Let's and kick off December too. 1st right, folks. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Is the elf going to be there? Shifty, Shifty the elf. elf. Shifty the elf is, is, is my producer. If you've ever listened to the last two holiday episodes of the Pedal Shift Project, Shifty the elf uh, makes an appearance. It's sort of like my best of show. Um, so he, what happened this last year? I can't wait to hear. It's going to be great, <laughs> right? Great. <laughs> 2016 or 2017 was so great. 20, oh, it was 2016. Excuse Said me. no shifty elf ever. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Um, so about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to come up with a new shtick for 17. I, honest to God, 2017 sucked. Oh, this is the worst thing ever. I've been in a box all year. I've been drunk since December 31st. <laughs> December 15th to 17th. Bike craft. More in the headlines. Speaking yes. of which, hey, we've got headlines like nobody's got headlines. We've got you one wouldn't head- believe how many headlines we have got a plethora and headline of headlines for you. So much that we're playing a sounder. What can Must compare have at least the thrill of a brand new bike? Nothing. I like my bike is fast. I like my bike is fast. I like my bike is fast. It circles around the city lights. Bring to us. All of our amazing headlines. All right. Well, this came to us actually in the email, kind of. The emails. Yes. Um, this came from Ellie, Joe, and Brian. Bikecraft is back. Yes. It's official. Yes. Anyone unfamiliar with Bikecraft, it is an annual holiday gift event featuring local folks, mostly handmade cycle-centric goods. Jonathan of Bike Portland started it in 2005, oh. and this will be the 12th one. I did not know Jonathan. Yeah, nor did I. I was unaware. Yeah. News, headlines. This will be at the Bike Farm here in Portland. We're uh, big fans of them, local, right? Yes. Local did they bike, bike co-op. Sir? It's a bike co-op, so yeah. Kind yeah there of, you go. Yeah. Good uh, Yes, hope you all can make it. Let us know. Help spread the word. 
and we will have uh, links for that on our webpage. They're also looking for more vendors, and they also have a sign-up sheet uh, that we can link to as well. Um, if you'd like to be involved ahead of the event, there's also volunteer opportunities, like a T-shirt making party. Hey, we we could sell non-tangible podcasts. Hmm. Could we do oh. that? Sure. Like like one shot podcasts. Like, <laughs> oh, we'll make you a podcast. No, like the oh. ones that have already been made. We'll sell those to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's been done before. In the corners <laughs> sits Here. Brock, Aaron, and Guthrie with a laptop directed to Patreon. <laughs> Dude, I'll Please, burn you a CD. Your... <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll burn you a CD. I'll, bur- I'll make you an eight track of our first hundred episodes. Oh Dallas. shit, man! I want to make eight tracks so badly. Really? Oh, yeah. There I, must I used be a to way do to do that in high school, dude. Eight tracks? Oh nice. yeah. So. So, I mean, I grew up in, like, southeast Michigan yeah, in the true. middle of freaking nowhere. You did. Um, you know, my aunts would have... Is that near Charlevoix? The, no, it isn't, actually. <laughs> it's not even close. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but my aunts had, you know, growing up, the, the old 8-track players, and then they just sit in the attic. They made so... blank 8-tracks? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes, No, that they was made the thing. Burt Bacharach 8-tracks, which you recorded <laughs> over. Was there, was oh, there like... Oh, no. just plugged up the hole? And no, no, could... You, you could get, like, blank 8-tracks. And so, like, I had, you like... serious? Yeah. Like a I Memorex? had, like, Black okay. Sabbath on 8-track oh, because... That's the best. I'm so I glad that you like, had Black run, Sabbath. Run, like, my tape deck into the input of mm. the t- of the eight tracks. So you know on the eight track how like one of the tracks on the album at least had to fade out and then fade back in as the eight track switched tracks, right? Right. So yeah. did you do the fade out yourself? Uh no, it, no. it so straight to yeah, it just goes like, you know, clutchless shifting. Clutchless shifting. Can I just okay. can I just say if there is a city in the world that has some kind of eight track production it's here in the land of That's sunshine true. and bunnies, Portland, Oregon. That's true. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to have like, you know, some retro. Right next to the you know vintage pickle you know jar place. You know, mm-hmm. God damn it, find me the machine. on 8-track. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It sounds way better with the tape. Uh, you track. can't even find those at thrift stores anymore, man. Like, where are we going to find our 8-tracks? Our we got to, like, oh, eBay them or something, right? There are sources. Oh, yeah? <laughs> okay. There All right. Sources. You're into vinyl? Fidelity on 8-track is better. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's not. It's more analog. <laughs> it's super it's analog. Definitely more analog. <laughs> it wears Dude, down can, way more than cassettes. You can hear the hiss I, really yeah, good, yeah. man. That'll I be our next Patreon that, reward. That analog hiss. Like the next oh, time someone yeah. donates, say, $15, we dub <laughs> their favorite episode. <laughs> Make it higher. Onto 8-track. <laughs> oh 25 If you give Do I hear 30 If you give $150 to the Sprocket podcast, not only will you get an 8-track of their first 100 episodes, which you probably Of <laughs> oh, their first 100? No. Which would probably Come Not only will you get 408 tracks of their first 100 episodes. I was going to say, one episode's got to take like two tapes at least. I, I, not only would you get that, as a special bonus, I'll mention you. on. This is why the first project. collection is going to be a flash drive. We're not even going to get to the interview before the first ka-chunk. <laughs> <laughs> but the hiss, man, the hiss. It's it's all point five slash X episodes. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> That's right. I had. I think this is a, an entire X episode here. I, think we'll, <laughs> I had Simon and Garfunkel's greatest hits okay. on on a track, like burned a track and burned bridge A-track. over it's... trouble. Bridge over troubled water, like their That's most emotional, like heart wrenching tune. Only living boy near. Like a bridge over... I, I, I will. <laughs> That's really I, where the like, emotion really, gets sold. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm with you on the emotion. And I, so I had a car in uh, high school, and basically a tape 
got stuck in it. And uh-huh. at first it was a bad thing. But over four years of listening to that same tape, <laughs> every single time. Was it you, like Queen's Greatest Hits? No, it was a great jazz tape that I had stolen from my dad. Um, <laughs> that was one of his mixes off of something he taped from NPR back in the 80s or whenever but did he ever wonder where it went oh i think he had enough tapes to keep him satisfied (laughs) no but i i would argue and the same thing with the eight track and the kachunk is that there is some some actual like magic that happens Mm. in that changeover (laughs) and as as things age as the tape wears and stretches like you get used to that it's i don't know it's nice this reminds me of something that's super newsy because uh we lost tom petty today as we were that's true yep and if you were a fan of full moon fever yes if you owned the cd version of full moon (gasps) Yes, there yes! is. There, it's the a, hidden track. The hidden track in the middle of it is Dear Tom Petty CD saying, listener. "Dear CD listeners, this is the point." And, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna totally paraphrase it. All about this. This is the point it, where, if you were, because this like was the set, time. This was a time in audio history where, like, CDs were just it was coming into their own. Eighty-eight, maybe something like that. I can't remember when Full Moon Favor came out. It was around that. <laughs> Attention, CD listeners. This is the t- the time if you owned this on vinyl or on cassette. <laughs> Where you would have to flip it over, and because you don't have to do this, we're just going to take a pause. You know, it's, it, it, it is a shout out to these folks. This is the B side. Thank huh. you. And yeah. then, and then it goes right into I think Zombie Zoo or something like that. Oh, it, 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 it's oh no, it's the reason why that song, yeah. whatever, whichever one that is, and uh, uh, it. it it's it, losing Tom Petty today, man. That's just feel yeah. a whole lot better. Uh, feel a whole lot better. Thank song. you. Yeah, yeah. It, and it's just like it was just one of those little things that he did that um, it, he was he was just he he fits in the pantheon with some of the greats and like you know we lost Prince and you know I feel like he kind of fits in that category. Oh, definitely. It, it's it's mm. it's definitely. hurt me on that same level as losing Prince and it's mm. just sort of like. Man, we're losing too many good ones these days. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's too bad. But a shout out to uh, Mr. Petty. That's right. Yep, and his family and his friends. Absolutely, you will be remembered. We may not have a stack of eight track tapes dubbed with uh, Sprocket Podcast episodes, but there is one thing that I know without a shadow of a doubt that we have, and that is we got mail. Hey, we got mail. You're welcome, Sprocket Podcast listeners, <laughs> because it's tradition. <laughs> All right, so uh, just a couple pieces here. First, we have a new donor. Yes, Ryan Morrow. Thanks, Ryan. Yes, thank you. Donated is is now on Team Sprocket podcast. Yeah, that means that his uh, that means that his stickers and patch will ride around in someone's handlebar bag for, for about a, a month or so before yes. they go out in the mail. Sometime <laughs> in 2019. That's right. Yeah. So this, we are we are between batches of stickers. Like, so I, I will say to anybody who's awaiting stickers that uh, we are going Some to have them, them made, but still it, in print. it yeah. may be a minute or two before that actually happens. So It's a testament to how long it's been since I've cleaned my handlebar bag. <laughs> I went to uh, cash my check from work today, like uh-huh. put it Wait, deposited did you find in. One? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, gave, I gave them a, a piece of sprocket mail. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, just reach into my bag like... Here you go. Oh, that's not it. Uh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. Uh, wait. I'll who... be back. I got to go visit a blue box. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who was I curious about? Uh, Todd Grosbeck. Todd, did you get stickers? If so, phone home. Yeah. I'm okay. not sure if we sent him. Uh, Todd, let us know. If you're still waiting for him, uh, next batch, we send you some. I just feel yeah. like he's going to be like the skeleton you're <laughs> grasping on his sprocket stickers. <laughs> he was waiting for No him. doubt. Yes. Uh, next up... Uh, 
Ranger Tom shared a little Instagram. Hey, that post. was the train. That was the train. We haven't had the train like in the, the podcast in so long. Yeah, it's old school. Holy man. shit! I don't know what to do. Yeah, drink everybody. So, uh, what did you say? I'm out. Yeah, Ranger Tom shared a, a Instagram. Instagram uh, with us. My favorite cereal it says in honor of the passing of sober September, and I will show you this picture. Oh, he's got he's it, got a beer in his in his water bottle cage. A mostly uh, imbibed beer. Yeah, it's true. Yes. On his Masa bike. So he's giving you like the last sip. Well, that's nice of him. I the mean, caption I... says, pre-ride inspection complete. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> yes. Yeah. There is, in fact, a pint there. It has been partially Mostly uh, just. Mostly. That's a, that's a pretty like confident <laughs> pint, too. Yeah. There's, no, there's no hiding that pint no. on that bike. No. no. It's true. I hope it's mostly not backwash, but... <laughs> well, you never know. When a pint gets down to that level, it's just hard to it say. It is. And yeah. He's like, here, have this last sip. Not to say that I wouldn't happily share uh, a beer with, you know, with Ranger Tom. Ranger Tom Ranger Tom is legit. That's true. Oh, yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. Well, this has been a good show. I'm glad we've been here. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. All thank right. you. Uh, and thank you for 300 and some odd episodes of... Uh, 377. Of, 78. Right. I thought maybe I was going to make plus. it to 400, but... Just couldn't Then do I it, realized, huh? like, a number is a number, right? Right. Kind of like weight loss. It's like, eh, I, I got here. It's cool. Hey, <laughs> speaking of weight loss... Yeah? Mr. Tim Mooney, it's you're true. Looking really good. So. Uh, here's the deal, it's guys. <laughs> stop eating sugar. God damn it! <laughs> just, just stop. I've had three desserts since January, and well, I've lost forty pounds, and it's easy. Impressive. Oh, then you wow. stop caring about sugar. Huh. Right. Yeah. It's, right. It's, it's it's poison. Break the cycle. It really is bad for you. <laughs> there, was a, there was a dude I was listening to on Kabu that uh, he spoke, uh, maybe not at PCC or. PSU, uh, but he, he did a, a thing here in town, basically yeah. with that same premise, um, connecting fatty livers, yeah. actually. If, um, if you want to read a really interesting about, book by a guy who's clearly biased against sugar, yeah. so pick, you know, he take it take it for with a grain of salt or yeah. a grain of sugar. <laughs> Hi-o. Hey-o. 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 The Case Against Sugar by Gary Taub. That's the dude. That's, That's the, the dude. dude. Yeah, yeah, that's a. I'll tell you what. I mean, first of all, he thinks sugar causes everything. Yeah. So I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm like, let's tap the brakes here, Gary. <laughs> Does it cause birthday parties? Uh, <laughs> it causes everything bad, basically. Yeah. But I will say, I mean, he back, I, There's he, some compelling stuff in yeah. there. In some and senses, he, he he's backed not off wrong. a little bit. Yeah. he backed off a little bit. Like during the Q and A, he's like, you know, you gotta live your life. Right. Well, but, it's, it's dose dependent. It's dose also, dependent. Yeah. And there, there, you can't. There are some people who can have lots of sugar and have no ill side effects um me uh me quitting sugar was the best thing that i ever did yeah. and you know it's it i think some bodies handle it differently than others and for me the best thing i could do was quit it and hey here i am yeah right on it I'm, makes you enjoy looking great i, I yeah. am i am i am a fraction of myself <laughs> <laughs> you're the best fraction of yourself yeah luckily luckily it's not the other fraction <laughs> that was kind of gross <laughs> what happened why did that asshole come on this podcast <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought he acted kind of semi-sweet. <laughs> and, and that's why you're the new host. That's why go. you have the four-foot torch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That literal yeah. four-foot torch. Okay, let's do the, the credits, shall we? The Sprocket Podcast is produced at Stream PDX Community Audio Studio thanks to generous support of Open Signal. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text to 503-847-9774. Twitter and the Instagrams at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane, my good friend, for our theme music. 
Herbert for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to our sustaining donors who have been with us for a long time. Logan Smith, Shadowfoot, Katrina Mellengard. Wayne Norman, Doug Robertson, Ethan Georgie. Justin Martin, Eric Iverson, Garrett Cameron Wilson. Lean. That's right. Richard Wazinski, Tim Mooney, who's hey. here in the room. Woo-hoo. Glenn Kubish up in Canada. Matt Kelly, Eric Wise, Todd Parker. Dan Gebhardt, who's a time traveler. Zoe Campagna and Dave Nose. Chris Smith, Christy Kaster, Caleb Jenkinson. J.P. Cooley, Peanut Butter Jar Matt. Patrick Archane. Sebastian Poole, Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom. Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder, Anna. John, John Wasserman, Andre Johnson, King of Division. Josh Season, Richard G., yours truly. That's <laughs> <laughs> Guthrie Straw. Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of The Regrandery, who has a chicken named after him in an Airbnb out there near Yay. Beaverton somewhere. Campsite, Magnus David. Kathy at Cycling, Walking, Eating, Talking. Nathan Poulton, Chris Rawson, Rory in Michigan. Michael Flournoy, Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay. Tim Coleman, Mr. T, Harry Hugo. Ed Whitman, EJ Finneran, Paul Coberson, if that's your real name. Brad Hipwell, Thomas Cato, Keith Hutchison. Ranger Tom, Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam. Derek Wagoner, Jason Oftenberg, Microcosm Publishing, David, who's hosting Bikecraft. Bikecraft. David Moore, Dennis O'Brien, Todd Grosbeck. Chris Barron. Chris Barron. And Chris Barron. Sean Barron. Simon. <laughs> Gregory Braithwaite, who has a kick-ass band, and he's been a donor for a while, and we haven't mentioned him off early enough. Not so. often enough. Yeah. Longest credits Tell ever. Tell our former donors to help us get this far. Damn straight. Now brush your teeth. Go to bed. <laughs> 